this is Lisa Rusick and Misty Lore with the podcast we are all <laughs> And Misty Lore is cracking Lisa Rusick up. <laughs> and and uh, we have a guest today. Her name is Teresa. Teresa, would you like to say hello? Hello. Thank you for having me. We are very excited you are here. So uh, we have a question for you. Do you think we're all yeah. psychic? I do think we're all psychic. I'm not sure if we all access it. Um, but I do feel like we all have the ability to become psychic if we're not fully aware of it as is. Okay. So how did you, like, where did you get that answer? That's pretty much the common, that's like the common answer we get, you know, probably. Yes, we are all psychic, but nobody, not everybody's doing it or using their energy or whatever. So, yes, that's probably the most common thing we hear. Don't you think, Missy? It is, yeah. Yeah, I and mean, couldn't agree more. <laughs> there, on the spot. How did you get there? How, where did, like, have you had experiences or? So I am one of those people that didn't actually realize that I was psychic for a long time. Um, I, I grew up in a very haunted house oh, wow. <laughs> as a child. Um, and I, I remember actually the exact situation of when it happened and I started noticing, you know, I would hear things, I would sense things, I would always feel like someone or something behind me. Um, and I just used to get really creeped out kind of everywhere I was. And the day I realized it was we had like the drawstring cords, you know, to like the the shades. And I had untied them because they would tie into like massive knots. And then I would sit there and untie them. I think I was probably like six or seven years old. And then a week after, I had just untied them, I noticed that they were all in like a ball of knots. And I was like, that's really weird and interesting. Uh Um, And then another, you know, I did it again. And then I paid attention and it just kept happening. And I asked my mom, I was like, I think our house is haunted. Like, is this house haunted? And she was like, no, 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 you know, (laughs) typical dismissing it. Um, And so I, I started noticing more and more kind of like little things that would happen. And my brother would tell us also things that would happen around the house. So then as I started getting older, I, you know, I had always wanted to be psychic because I thought it was like so cool just to have like the knowing, not knowing that I actually had the knowing. Um, <laughs> I was the same way. I was the same yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. But it was cool because it was almost like I would observe myself as a, a child. So I would experience things, but I would just know things and I wouldn't know how I would know them. Like I knew when I was younger that past lives were a thing. So I wasn't actually like really concerned about what I would be when I grew up because I was like, well, if I don't do it this lifetime, I'm going to do it next time. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Oh, I'll just do it next time. No big deal. Um, and then even with like my calling for, for healing, I just like knew, I remember I was young when mother Teresa passed And I was like, I want to be like that when I get older. Like, I think that would be really cool. You know, I just like knew. um, Were you, you, I have a question. Were you raised Catholic by any chance? Because, like, I was going to ask if you ever had the nun calling, if you were raised Catholic or, you know, because I had that and I didn't know what every, every girl has, I guess. But, you know, for me, I I wanted to be a nun, you know, for like three or four years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I wasn't. um, My mom was, but she never actually raised us religious. Like she exposed us to church. Um, And I always knew growing up, like I I didn't know what I believed in, but I knew there was a higher power, but I didn't know 
if it was God per se until kind of like later on in life. Um, But so, you know, that was when I was probably like seven or eight. And then as time went on, more things started happening definitely within my house, but even in the waking life where I would start to see things or people that weren't actually there. Um, And I remember when I was probably about 17 or 18, I was at my, you know, first boyfriend's house. He had been sleeping downstairs. I stayed in his bed and I woke up in the middle of the night. It was conveniently the night that Boogeyman came out in the movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Cause I was like, Oh, at that time I was like, yeah, I love, you know, watching scary movies and stuff, but I had never like, they always obviously like freaked me out because I had like that kind of weird knowing that there was something actually there. Um, and I had stayed over his house and I woke up in the middle of the night to a woman in my face, like couldn't breathe, opened my eyes, had this woman like in my face, basically like attacking me. And I freaked out and I was like, oh my God, I don't know, like, you know, what's going on. I just put the blankets over my head. (laughs) But, you know, growing up in a house that was super haunted anyway, I just trained myself like not to leave my bed when I was in there. So I didn't (laughs) go downstairs. I was like, nope, I'm just going to like stay here. I'm going to pretend none of this is happening. And then the next day, what's that? What did she look like? Uh, scary um it was more of just like I could see her eyes like literally like she was like face to face with me I closed my eyes and I could see her eyes like still on my face it was a really like eerie kind of experience um yeah yeah (laughs) and then or were you frightened I mean uh, I was terrified just I mean do you think that she was bad or good or just scaring you um I don't know. I don't. Those are weird. That's a very interesting question, Misty. Because sometimes you just don't know what they're trying to say. I know. I know. That's what I would like to get to. Yeah. Not all of them are trying to scare you, but they want your attention. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they realize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know now. I mean, looking in hindsight, I know it terrified me. Uh, Now I can kind of tell. You know, now I have enough experience that I can tell the difference between what is wanting to come through and what I don't want to talk to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, but basically like life went by, I started noticing people that weren't there. I, I was a hairstylist for like 13 years. And I remember one of the first salons I worked at, I had been working with a girl, just the receptionist, I think. And there was one other girl and we were at the front desk. And then I was looking back and I watched this girl walk out of the bathroom and then into the back room. And I didn't say anything. And I was just like, what the heck? So without saying anything to her, I walked to the back and I went and I was like, I swear, I just watched this woman. Like I could describe her perfectly. I was like, I just watched this woman walk out here, you know, and there's nobody there. So I must be losing yeah. it. She's like, oh, it's funny you say that because there are identical twin girls that worked here and her twin sister still worked there. And she ended up getting killed on her way to work. And <sighs> so it was a former employee and I had no idea yeah. so I was like okay like, so then just, did you feel shocked when you found stuff like that out or did you kind of expect it or what happened what was your feeling when you heard that that validation for like several times and you still I didn't know. really no I still didn't I still didn't really put two and two together <laughs> um like an even mediumship honestly it's you know I I've definitely seen people that 
have crossed or, or not like here anymore. Um, but I didn't put it together really probably until, I don't know, like maybe six or seven years ago. Wow. I just kind of, yeah, I just kind of took it as, oh, wow. I'm watching people walk around, you know, um, I moved to a new state and was driving home from work one night and saw people in the road slammed on the brakes because I thought I was going to hit them. Mm-hmm. And then there was no, no one there. there. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've had, you know, um, I got deeper into energy healing um, in my early 20s. So basically, those were my earlier experiences. Then about 2021, I hit my kind of like all time low where I got like extremely depressed, you know, not quite suicidal, but like borderline suicidal and just hit a really, really dark spot. And I had spent my whole like childhood basically like praying, like, please make me feel normal. I just want to feel normal because I didn't know, you know, because that's just, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I hit that point and I was so desperate that I started reading the Bible because I was like, maybe I'm missing something. Like, I don't know, like maybe this will help, you know, save me. So, yeah. Yeah. So I started reading the Bible and I was just like, like whoever's out there, whatever's out there. Like I just need basically a breakaway. I need something. Um, and then one of my old managers, she referred me to a local psychic. I had never talked to a psychic before. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is so cool. So I went, I met with her. Um, I ended up being her assistant for a while which is pretty cool. So, you know, I just like watch her do readings. I got readings from her. And again, I didn't have any idea that I was psychic. And I was just like, Oh, this is really cool. Like I buy books. I'm like, how do I do this? Like, how do I ground myself and whatnot? And I did that for probably two or three years. And she ended up moving offices and built on from there. And she brought energy healers in. And I remember I I was on like a really bad stint. It was probably like a year and a half, two years of just like really bad things happening. Like my car got hit. I got in all these accidents, like just not good things happening. And she looked at me and she was like, you're going to have to see somebody to fix this. Like they're like, I think that there's something else going on. And I was just like, uh, you know, like subconsciously I could feel that, but I didn't know. So she had a shaman, um, join her office. And so I was like, okay, like at this point of desperation, I was like, I'll just go see her, you know, see what it's like, whatnot. And that basically was the beginning of changing my entire life. Um, My first session was, it was, it wasn't like super intense, you know, I don't know if you, have you guys ever had energy healing done? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just awesome. learned Reiki in uh in January. I did Reiki. Oh, awesome! Too. Yeah. Oh, so definitely. It's 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 intense. Yeah, <laughs> it can yeah. be a person. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So it makes you basically kind of like super tired though, and puts you in the zone. So I <laughs> left there, and I was like, okay, I don't think this actually did anything. But then I started to notice, you know, a couple months later that things had started to happen, like shift in my life. Uh, you know, like yeah. I I didn't feel the same like emotional triggers that I had been feeling. Um, and then I have, had, did you have a solar retrieval by any chance with the shaman? Cause I know that's what like, a lot of shaman do shamans do. Yeah. It? I've had, 
I've had a lot of work. <laughs> I don't awesome. know how intense I want to get. Yeah. I don't know how intense okay. you want me to get on my, as readings. much as you feel um, comfortable with, you know, I, you know, okay. Cause I people, we, we, we do the podcast so people know what their, our experiences are, other people's experiences are, so they don't feel so alone, you know, you and know they, you know, awesome. one reason. This, this reminds me of um, myself too, when you talk, because you're talking about all these bad things happening to you. And I've always looked at it as I come on the other side of it is all these bad things were happening because I wasn't on the right path. And right. every dang time I get on the wrong path, it starts happening again. Yep. And I have to correct myself <laughs> to get right on the path or I am up shit's Creek. You know, I just, yep. that reminds me, is that how you feel about it? Uh, yeah. Now I kind of have a, a better understanding for the cycle so I can kind of catch myself before I get there. Um, but yeah, definitely when I was, you know, setting out, that's how it, it felt. And she always told me, she's like, when it starts to feel like, you know, stuff is hitting the fan, that it's kind of a clear indication that you're on the right path. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because as you shift, you know, it shifts your vibration. And then basically everything around you has to shift with it. So it's like, uh, that's really yeah, hard to explain. So now we've never really talked about that on the really podcast. The oh, energy okay. shifts. Um, I can do that. We we're going to have yeah, one coming up actually um, on uh, energetic bonds and shifts and stuff. But um, yeah, the, how would you explain that to people who just listening to this? Like, I, cause I don't know how to explain it except downloads and, and, and things just, if you feel it in your body, but more in the energy of your body too, you know? So, and every, when the way you think, the way you feel when, yeah. Yeah. what's happening you know it is a shift of energy of some sort like a vibrational shift like how they always say it but how do you put it into words right you know other than what other people have said that kind of just doesn't really express it to me you know that that whole you know like right <laughs> yeah hard to so i've noticed it's really easy well it's easy in hindsight to map out but um i do kind of like soul coaching or like spiritual coaching without advertising it, but I do it on the side. And the way that I explain it to people is there's always like a math that it works. So when you're clearing something or you're working through something, you're always going to first, you have to make the mental decision to do it. So you have to clear the mental body first. Clearing the mental body requires you to actually consciously want to do something, not just saying you want to do it, but consciously wanting to do it and that you're willing to do the work for it. You're willing to do whatever it takes to do it. Once you clear the mental body, then you end up clearing the emotional body. So that's when it brings up all of the feelings of depression, all of the feelings of I'm missing something, all of the like anger, repressed emotion that's basically been charged to this one thread of energy that you're clearing through. All of that will come up. It's it's hard to process through, but as long as you're kind of like can sit there and observe yourself is like, okay, this is happening. I'm going to watch this happen, you know, and just process through it that way. Then the next thing you clear is the spiritual body. So once you clear basically the baggage that's been sitting on top of the spiritual thread or cord, then you clear it spiritually. And the last part to clear is the physical body, the physical body, the physical environment. So what ends up happening when you're clearing the physical body is it clears your physical body, like I said, but then it, it requires like whether it's jobs, relationships, connections, anything and everything, objects you have in your house that have stored energy. Hmm. It requires all of that stuff 
to shift out because it's shifting to your new vibration. So it can be really overwhelming for people when they first start out to process through that stuff because I, I always tell people the first five years is definitely like taking out the trash. It's terrible. <laughs> it's hard. It's overwhelming. It's taking out the like, trash uphill in the snow. <laughs> oh yeah. And the yeah, ice road. And it's like five apartment buildings down the road. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Up the it's, road. Hard. <laughs> it's hard. And there's a lot of, you know, self-testing periods in that of like, are yeah. you committed? Are you going to do it? Are, are you going to push through this? Or are you going to kind of like backtrack, you know? So when you're clearing through the energy, it's like you have that whole map of everything of just like the four bodies and stuff. But like I said, too, after you have a healing, it's kind of like you get that like high the next day of like, oh, my God, I feel so good. Like yeah. I tell people, though, you know, sometimes they'll wake up and it will like don't be surprised if you basically have to pee a lot because that's your body <laughs> purging. Right. Um, don't be surprised if you get super tired after because your mind kind of like what your your guides and your team do is they'll like, especially during a healing session or like Reiki, how you like fall asleep is sometimes the mind is going too much and they have to quiet the mind. So they'll kind of make you fall asleep. Even for people that listen to like meditations where they're like, Oh, I fell asleep halfway through it. Like, I don't know why I can't stay awake. Well, that's intentional because your guides are doing that so that they can kind of get all the information in there. Um, so like being super tired is, is totally common. And then, like I said, the next day you wake up, it's totally normal to have like vision shifts, visual shifts to feel like things just look different to feel like you have a yes. physical void. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of like two weeks of heaven where everything is just like glorious and, <laughs> and wonderful. And then you get to that point of like where it feels like everything starts like collapsing and shit hits the fan because it's just shifts yes. from the physical. Yeah. So that's yes. that's where it's hard for people. And, uh, you know, even with that, I, I try to advise people when they're having energy work done not to. Reiki's different because I feel like Reiki is more of like emotional, um, kind of shifting the energy to be able to process through stuff, which is really nice. Um, but for people who are going through like intensive energy healings, don't overdo it. <laughs> Give yourself Good some advice. time and grace because otherwise you're going to get nailed on the other end. Oh, you know, advice. You can, yeah. That's you can't happen. necessarily keep up with all of the shifting. Like if you, dive hard into it and you don't know what you're doing, then you're going to basically have a mental breakdown because you're going to be like, Oh my God, this is just like way too much. You know, this wasn't beneficial when it was beneficial, but you're not giving yourself time to kind of like go through the process. And that's when I feel like you'll notice people kind of backtracking. Like I always tell people like when you clear something, you clear it as long as you get the root anyway, you clear yeah. it. For good. It doesn't come back unless you ask it to come back. Unless you ask it to come back. It sure can. Yeah. It's yeah. more than welcome to if it wants, if you ask it to, you know, it will. Yeah, right. if you feel yeah, like something's missing from your life that. without that habit, mm-hmm. you know, it'll, I you can invite it back in. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, Missy, I know you've got questions. She, she, you're, you like, I love, you're a great yeah. speaker. You're, yeah. you're great at explaining well, this stuff. You should write. <laughs> she's really good at explaining things. Teresa is. Um, I love the way that you explained the process because. A lot of people don't understand that. That's, you and, did a great uh, job. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, it, it, as high as you get on that point, you can go just as low. 
is that's how I think of it, you know, so you've got to get that medium kind of balance. How do you get that medium balance? I think the, the, the biggest thing for me was working really hard towards releasing judgment, releasing judgment Uh, of other people, mm -hmm. which, you know, basically I, and I remember even I used to partake in the, um, shamanic ceremonies that she would have. I I shifted from there out of shamanism and then kind of went down a whole different road with energy healing and, and kind of like, you know, um, full circle with a lot of stuff. But I, I remember they would have the full moon fire ceremonies where they would give you like a stick, you know, she'd set space, you'd have a ceremony around the, the full moon and the fire and you'd blow all of the energy that you wanted to release into a stick. So it's like, you'd stand there, you have a stick, you blow all of the energy, all of the emotion, anything and everything that would come up, you'd blow it into the stick. Then throughout the ceremony, you'd throw the stick in the fire and it kind of just like releases it. So, you know, like how you can have like fire ceremonies with yourself of just like writing your intentions and kind of like releasing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I remember the, the night, oddly that I was like, I want to release judgment. Like I, I, this is like what I consciously want to work on. Granted, it didn't happen overnight, but it started, you know, everything. So because I, I was raised with a very judgmental mother. Um, I don't think she necessarily intended it to be that way. Um, but it also put a lot on me. Um, and that's kind of, you know, (laughs) comes in later down the line of where I realized I was psychic because I realized through past life regressions or meditations or just healing experiences that I had actually spent my entire childhood channeling my mom (laughs) and her energy because I didn't realize how empathic I was. That makes Um, sense. Yeah. And it was it was really hard and, and really intense. So, you know, I, I decided I wanted to kind of like release judgment. And then through that, I learned to release judgment of myself because mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing for people hard is one. you have to, you have to, you know, you're not going to be perfect. Nobody's going to do it perfectly. It's not easy. And perfect just is just an idea anyway. Up. There's there's no perfect way to live a life, but we all think, you know, all of us, we all think something we're doing is wrong. We're right. Doing right. Wrong. I'm, I'm like, if I feel like I'm not, if, if there's some part of me that's like, hey, everything's okay, I got to find something wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just yeah. having something wrong, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's hard. And it's I realized that it can kind of pull back on it and just enjoy the yeah. moment, you know? That's one thing. Yeah. yeah. So that was, um, that was like the biggest thing that I basically, wow. you know, to get yeah. through the process is like, everybody's, you're not going to get it right the first time. Mm-mm. And when you're healing and you're moving forward, you're naturally always going to regress, but there's this? nothing wrong with that because yeah. you have to reset it and kind of learn how to deal with it from there forward. So even if you regress press, you just pick it up from there with what you know, because you can't unlearn things. Once you know things, even with like your intuitive gifts or like the downloads that I'm basically giving anybody who's listening right now, you can't unlearn it. So Mm -hmm. even if you don't retain it and you don't understand now, you're still getting the energy transmission and you're still getting the information. And then when you're ready or when it's time, 
that's kind of when it all taps in. And then you're like, Oh, you know what I mean? So like, it's totally normal for people to go back and forth. It's totally normal for people to like relapse into behavior, but it's up to you in that point and that like quote unquote testing period to say, am I going to stay here or am I going to say, Nope. And then kind of like move forward. So it's kind of like climbing the ladder, you know, yeah. where it's like you take steps. It's okay to come back, but then you just keep climbing. With Getting high up here. I'm scared of heights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I still catch myself. I'm still like, oh my God. Like the ladder never ends, listeners. It's a never ladder. staircase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it gets easier to understand and to comprehend. Like Ooh. I said, once you kind of like learn the pattern and you pay attention to kind of like how the cycle's working, you're like, okay, I know this is happening. And then I've noticed, you know, even with like depression and whatnot, because a lot of people will hit these lows outside of collective energy right now, which is extremely depressing for a lot of us to kind of just, especially intuitives to just feel, you know, experience, see what you're I paying just, attention to. I was so not. depressed and I don't know why I was just so depressed all weekend, like crying. And I, I, it was, and Reiki, a friend and I both did Reiki at the same time. And it, it cleared up my emotions. You know, it was a depression, yeah. emotional depression, you know? Yeah. It's no it's reason. really, yeah, it's really hard. Well, for yours, I feel like, um, I feel like you pick up on somebody else. Um, but before I like go into that, so <laughs> I just want to finish my thought. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times too, when people get stuck in these like really depressive ruts that last, you know, more than just whatever it is, is that a lot of times it's just source, like trying to redirect you, which is so much easier said than done because a lot of times it's like, you'll keep hitting walls and you're like, why do I keep hitting this? Like, I thought I got it. Like, yes. why do I keep hitting this? Yes. I thought I got it, but that. they just like, yeah, they like narrow it yes. down until they're just like pop you through on the other side. And you're like, okay. <laughs> um, <tired> this. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah. So back. yeah. 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 But yeah, Lisa, with you, um, so another thing, an, another really cool tool that I learned, um, especially being super empathic is, I'm not sure if you do this or not, you may already do this, but um, really cool tip that I learned through being an empath is when you start to feel feelings or emotions um, that come out of left field or don't really resonate with you, like you might think of them and be like, oh, I'm feeling like this. I'm really low, but I don't really have a reason to feel like this. I'm not sure where, where this is housed from as a lot of times it's, you can pick up on, um, energies in your house. It you may have been something on, like that in the neighborhood. I didn't think about that. I didn't even think yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, I, yeah, I was going to say it could be, you know, it could be your house. It could be your environment. Sometimes uh, I live, a, I, live I just moved into a new, uh, like, apartment complex or a condominium complex and it's, it's kind of small isn't it misty there's maybe yeah. 10 units or yeah, something but it's adorable it's got good energy there but it does but it has old energy it's it's been here yeah, for a long yeah. time it it's been renovated yeah. and stuff and i didn't think about that uplifting though but you the, can the, the, the emotional issues yeah it does have a yeah but the emotional issues that they were mine i could tell in this case that yeah. they were the same ones from a long time ago that i i thought i'd put to bed see you know? yeah yeah, and I was like, why is this, moment. why is this going up? You know, I, I, uh, I don't know. I know. <laughs> it's, hard. it's hard to fix it. Like yeah. she was saying, yeah. it's not easy. It doesn't matter. Not, not easy. Right. 
Sometimes it comes up too, just to kind of like breathe where it's, you know, everything you clear comes in layers. So a lot of times, you know, cause I honestly had been going through the same thing for months of just yeah. like, okay, I thought I worked on this stuff. I thought this stuff was gone. Why am I still feeling <laughs> this? Why am I still being triggered? But a lot of times it's because you're working through that thread so even if it's connected to a Ooh, parent point, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. A parent or like the way you were raised or someone else who was kind of like a monumental person in your life. That's part of the being the empath, which I have learned that, you know, as children, because we don't know any better, if we're in a, a stressful situation or around people who don't really have regulation, we try to take on their stress and their anxiety, which yes. later becomes habitual and kind of like personality yeah. traits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Thank then, yeah. yeah. And then we try to, we don't know we're heal healing them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> try to heal them. They don't know they we're don't healing heal. them. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we're yeah. taking we on our energy too. Yeah. 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 You're right. And That's then later important. down the road, we get to try to figure it out for ourselves because yeah, we're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Man, Sharita, this you are just a font of knowledge. I would love it if you came back to the podcast because uh, you, oh, yeah, definitely. you have like a really great way of explaining things. It's just, does. oh, thank you. We need it. <laughs> you have a really great way of explaining things. Uh, how can listeners find you? And and they, I know they want to find out more about you or get a reading from you or something. What can they, where can they? Yeah. Find? So, um, I don't have, well, I'm on Everclear under the name Philomena T. Um, for anybody who wants to find me there, I do not have a private practice anymore doing readings. Um, I do have a blog because I Ooh. channel a lot. Um, and it's Teresa Tamic dot blog. So it's T H E. Okay, perfect. Oh, you go ahead um, and spell it out for people who don't like to read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's T-H-E-R-E-S-A. And then my last name is T-A-M as in Michael, M-I-K dot blog. Um, that's where you can find a whole bunch of my channelings or kind of like global premonitions. Um, I have a YouTube channel also where throughout COVID, I kind of did, you know, energy explanations of everything going on. Um, and then occasionally I'll do them. I get a lot of requests to do them. Um, I don't necessarily keep up because I have a four, four children. I have two sets of twins, so they keep me busy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> How old are How they? did that happen? Uh, five wow. and two. Oh, oh yeah. You Yes, you're constantly doing energy work, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a five in numerology when you add them all together. I think, which <laughs> yeah. changes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, five and two like and twins. Bundlers. Oh, yeah, wow. that's so exciting. Thanks for doing this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, having time yeah. to do the podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, they're all in bed now, so it, it works. But yeah, and also, um, my kind of like primary line of what I'm I'm doing now is I am an artist. So I do intuitive art. Um, I have one of my paintings behind me. Um, but I do like pet portraits and intuitive art oh. and kind of like full spectrum. Yeah, I keep myself I keep myself busy. And you're on Instagram, but, aren't you? Um, are you on Instagram with your art? Or? Yes, it's uh, Teresa Tamic art. And then um, my art website is teresatamicart.com. 
we'll put those in there too that's awesome yes that's awesome and uh that uh, i I think i believe i looked at your profile on instagram but i think it was you that followed me and then i thought because i'm all like scattered all the time but i was like oh oh, why is there all this art on here oh it's pretty yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so it was really cool that's what confused me because i was like yeah i think it's her but uh, art's so cool. I'm gonna follow her. <laughs> yeah, I used to. I used to offer readings and um, energy healing and work and stuff. But now that I have the kids, it just like takes too much energy, physical energy, for me to kind of yes. invest that yeah. into. So well, readings is fine, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the healing, the healing can wear wear anyone out. Like. So yeah. I also I'd like to thank our sponsor Everclear. Um, our Everclear is an advice app where you get advice from psychics and empaths, so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And um, uh-huh. I want to say thank you, Teresa, so much. Yeah, thank you guys. Eric, yeah, if you want to come back, you want to do some more talking about anything, you would be perfect for it, I'm sure. Yes. So I can talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do one on art and empathy. I just throw that at yeah. you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't had an artist podcast. Well, I had one yeah. talk a little bit about art. So that's about it. Definitely. Yeah. So oh, anyway, God. thank you so much. And Misty, thank you. Thank you. And yeah. thank listeners, you. thank you so much. Oh, by the way, this is a video podcast. <laughs> I forgot to say it in the beginning, <laughs> but I'll put it in the description yeah, on Spotify. And listeners, we love you. Have a great time wherever you are. And peace out. Bye. <laughs> Bye.